from the Night Shift Crew Studios in the D.C. metro area. This is The Statement Show. The lights are on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kyle Klessinger from 30 West Entertainment, and you're listening to The Statement Show with Zach and uh, some fucking guy named Terry. Hey, this is Corpsey. I am the publisher, editor-in-chief of Girls and Corpses magazine, and I am on the phone with Terry and Zach from The Fucking Statement Show. Fucking A, Corpses. Woo! <laughs> you know what your name is, Dan Drops. I'm here for The Statement Show. The Statement Show's here for me. Oh, yeah, we are back. How you feeling, Zach? Good, good, but uh, deja vu, because haven't we said we're back like three times yeah, yeah, now? Let's, let's don't talk about that right now. <laughs> hey, but you know what's up? I was noticing something in our drop. Why is it? We have so much cursing going on in our drops. What, what, do, what, do people just feel like anytime they want to talk about themselves or us that they just curse? What's going on here? I don't know. I mean... I guess we're just coming off like that. I mean, when we had Layla Price on, I had to I edit. I had to edit that drop. Oh my god! Well, here's the thing: people only heard so much of that drop. I mean, do you actually have like right with you? Do you have the unedited version of that drop with you right now? Absolutely. So, um, if anybody doesn't remember, we had Layla Price on, uh, porn star. We're going to get into that, by the way, here in a minute. But let's let you hear um, a couple of the drops. That I did for that we did Layla Price did for us, and you get an idea of uh, some of her reasoning behind what we're gonna talk about here in a little bit. But uh, <clears throat> so let me let me play you the the X-rated version of Layla Price's drop. I'm Layla Price, and when I'm not getting fucked in the ass, I'm listening to the Statement Show after dark. Yeah, that's uh, that's that not one. exactly going with the whole you know trying to clean it up, and <laughs> so everybody when we tell them to do drop, they they do something on their own tone, but uh, we're trying to clean it up a little bit, a little well, bit, not overboard. Not overboard. No, no. But I mean, there is there there is a reasoning why when I don't know about you that, but when when my youngest, he's 13, when he goes, Dad, can I listen to the podcast? And I go, not exactly this week, maybe next week. Well, yeah, it's and the then, same thing with me. When my daughter <laughs> asked me what what you know, why can't I listen to the show? I'm getting tired of finding reasons why she can't listen to the show. And <laughs> right. Let's put it this way. I think we've exhausted our porn limit. Um, let's play. Yeah. And this is at, you heard. So you heard. I'm Layla Price. And when I'm not getting fucked in the ass, I'm listening to the statement show after dark. And of course, she was thinking about Terry. Oh, wow. But this is the version I had to clean. This is how it goes. I'm Layla Price. I'm listening to the statement show after dark. So obviously <laughs> you, you could hear the difference there. What I cut out. So, But I, seriously, though, I mean, what? what what do our listeners like better? Maybe they like the, uh, if I'm not getting fucked in the ass. I don't know. Well, maybe they would have, but I mean, we're trying to, we're, this is a talk show. Okay. We want to talk about news. We want to talk about sport. Uh, and we want to have interviews that are interesting for our guests to listen to. Let's just put it this way. We've had quite a few porn stars on and mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong, but we want to change the tone of the show. We want to bring it around to something a little bit more on the lower end as far as we, we still want the celebrities, but we want I want to interview anybody this, you know, we're going for like the Howard Stern kind of thing. I want to interview everybody, but you can only do so much of one type of interview with the porn stars. So we're trying yeah. to get other guests on. We have one coming up. Ivana Cadaver. Mm -hmm. She's a TV host. Think of her of a modern day Elvira. And uh, yeah, and she's pretty hot too. We're gonna have her she's on. Awesome. We're gonna have her on. We'll have um, and she's excited to come on. You can you can hit us up at at Statement Show on Twitter, and uh, 
she follows us, so send her a message. Or if you have any questions, you can send them to at Statement Show on Twitter. You can also email us at thestatementshow at gmail.com, which, by the way, you can also do us a contact on our website at www.thestatementshow.com. But enough of our promo there. No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not against shameless plugging. Let's keep it up. Shameless plugging. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, like I said, opinion that I want to tone it away from that type of content. I want to bring it back into what we originally wanted the show to be. And that's having a good time, not trying to make the shows hour and a half or an hour, but at least the 40 minute to hour mark is what I'm shooting for. And if it naturally progresses to beyond that range, I mean, we both work. We both have full time jobs. That's we want this to become something that is our job only. But for right now, we do work done enough of the sitting around and not doing it. And that's our our own fault. I mean, there's no I don't personally have a good reason other than I'd say laziness. But I the, would definitely say mine's laziness. Yes. So <laughs> I would too. You are a lazy person. So I'm a very lazy person. <laughs> I'm sitting here drinking a beer right now. But I'm sitting here doing nothing other than talking into the microphone. I'm trying to be as lazy as possible. So we both have full-time jobs, but this is what I want to be, the full-time job. So in the future, you're going to hear better guests. You're going to hear better content. That's my my pledge. Better guests. So what I would like to see happen eventually here, I would like to maybe get some politicians on, talk about the current uh, presidential run, just to kind of bring it down to a level where for the everyday person to listen to. And nothing long, but the issues that are going on in the world today. I want to talk about everything and I want to have interesting guests on. And that's my pledge. That's where I'm hoping to take it. So we're going to move away from certain content and bring it back to the center of what we originally intended the show to be. You got any thoughts on that? I'm trying to think what exactly is our show going to be, Zachary? <laughs> See, <laughs> well, that's where it is. So obviously in the beginning, we didn't do what we normally do. But for me, uh, you have to pick a category for your show. Mm -hmm, right. And for me, I could never find a category that I felt like was quite us. So I always said the statement show is a podcast that fits in no category. And that's what I believe. And that is the catchphrase for the show as far as I'm concerned. This is a podcast that fits in no category. And it probably never will because it's going to be what we want it to be. Ever-changing, more interesting guests and talking about the news. I mean, so, and it's true because if, if anybody's ever went back on our archives, they've seen we've had food critics. We've had Dame Drops. Sure. We've had uh, Fran Drescher, uh, movies, TV stuff. You know, this woman is, was amazing for us. Well, naturally, we've had the porn stars. We've had Stanton Freeman. We've had a good bit. We've had, what, video game reviewers. We've had, I mean, we've had pretty much everything. That's the way we like it. We've always said from the very beginning, I remember when you and I, first began talking about doing the podcast, we said, if it's our local garbage man or our, you know, a taxi cab driver, we want to talk to him because we, we want to hear everyone's view on, on everything that's going on. Because, you know, I think that you and I both agree, you know, you, if you interview one person, they might tell you one thing, but you interview your next door neighbor about that very same topic. They give you a completely different perspective on everything. Sure, varying points of interest. Yeah, sure. They have varying, you know, opinions. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. So it shouldn't always be about the super celebrities. And of course, that's when that's what's going to bring an audience in. And and of course, we want a large audience. That is, of course, the goal of any show. So people listen. We have more listeners, and eventually can make a living doing this. But uh, you're not going to hear any sponsors, as far as I'm concerned, on this show for at least the next three or four episodes because 
I want to focus on bringing the show back to where we intended it to be a better quality show for the listeners. No advertising for a little while until we get our voice back until we get back into the swing of the show that's that's where i feel i don't know what you feel about it terry but that's where i'm trying to be honest now i wanted everybody to know that i don't think any advertising should happen until we feel like the content's at a better place no i know so. i actually agree 100 percent. we we when we have to be brutally honest with everyone because if anyone has followed our show they'll realize you know, we'll do something for six or seven months and then not do anything for a couple of months. And then we'll do something for a while. And here's the thing. Every time we get into it, put our heart and soul into it, we start getting the Twitter followers up. We start getting a lot of things. And then just for whatever reason, it goes in an opposite direction. This is just us being honest with you guys. Hang in there with us. We promise we're trying to get just superb quality interviews for you guys. And it's not one particular thing, like Zach said. We do not, we're not just a sports podcast. We're not just a, a tech podcast. We're not, we're not just, uh, you know, a particular brand. We don't want to do that. That's, that's never the way we wanted to do things. And we started going down a road where it, ten, it, it tend to be focused on, show. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, you know what though? I mean, I think, and, and, and please again, Send us something to uh, the statement show at gmail.com. Even with the porn interviews that we were doing, we interviewed each and every one of those girls as if we were interviewing Halle Berry or whoever, you know, I mean, the we intent tried. wasn't to go raunchy Correct. right off yeah. the bat because that's not what I, it's never what you, we wanted to do. You get at that all. from everybody else. So I want you to get, come here, listen to the show and get something different. So, we talked about what, what, you know, where they were traveling, what they did on their off days. You know, everybody knows what they do on set. That, that, that's obvious. You can see that on film. But we wanted to know more in their personal lives. We wanted to know more about what they did outside of the industry. And I think if anybody noticed that about us, they saw the genuine way that we were doing interviews and you know we were getting a lot of really good feedback from our interviews that you know people were telling us wow we really learned a lot about this particular person and that meant a lot to us you know we weren't just even with the questions that people were bringing into us a lot of them really didn't have some x-rated stupid stuff and, and, and be honest with you we we really didn't put those on the show. We really didn't ask those type of questions when our fans would say, you know, ask them this or ask them that. You know, we didn't have any interest in asking them if, you know, how often they got fucked in the ass. That was not something that we, we wanted to ask. That's just not something that we wanted to do. And I think we always tried to keep it. In a and it very, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's where it felt like the show was starting to head. And I don't, Correct. I, and and that's where Zach and I kind of put a, a time out on things and we stopped things and said, this is really not the direction we want. We sure. want our show to head. I mean, and we even tried to do something to where we went for the statement show. And then we went after dark, which was obviously something more adult oriented. But even still, it just something wasn't feeling totally right on it. It's not who we are. It's not what we so, want to yeah. do. So, because like we talked to Brie Olson. Now, obviously, she was important, but we didn't really, we didn't really talk no. about that. She was a fantastic person to talk to, and I really enjoyed that interview. It's a side and, of her you don't hear as much, in my opinion. Uh, I and Brie has nothing to do with porn any longer, exactly. and she didn't want to really legitimate talk about into porn acting. Either. And right. 
she's got a comedy thing going on now, which we'd get into more. We're trying to get her back on the show. We wanted to have, I wanted to come back on the show. I want Stanton Friedman back on the show, the physicist mm-hmm. from the Roswell alien recovery site. So that's my personal interest. And, and I've always had an interest in the UFO and I'd like to have more guests on into the UFOs or paranormal. That's what I'm talking about. I want the show to be an interview process for everything, not just one type of show. So I want you to come on. I want you to hear segments from anybody but we also want to make it interesting and fun and we don't have some games on and, and things of that nature and i want it to be interesting for people to hear obviously that's why we're doing this we're not doing it just to hear ourselves talk so if you have ideas send us email get on the website follow us on itunes leave us a review we suck uh we're good <laughs> i don't really care um i won't pull it it'll stay on there i that's that's all i care about is just you know give us some feedback if you don't like it tell us what you'd rather hear and we'll change it if it's well, within something we're willing we're to change. Get better. I think yeah. that's really the only way we're going to get better. It's the only way that you got. I mean, think about it. I mean, and I, and, and I don't think I'm, you know, breaking any, you know, ground here. But I would say that, you know, everybody gets in their car or they're going to work out or, you know, they're going for a run or whatever they're choosing to do. They have the ability to listen to a billion different podcasts. Sure. I mean, they really do. There's a ton of them out there. We want to make sure that you guys are being entertained in every way possible. We want to make sure that, you know, when you choose to download us and you choose to listen to us, that you're going to love every aspect of the show. You know, please bear with us. We've got some, I promise you, we have some really good things happening. Um, You know, like Zach was talking, we've got feelers going out for different guests coming up. And I promise you. Stick with this. It's going to get better. And so we got, yeah, exactly. So we have a veteran, we better days is coming up. So we're going to, we're going to try to have Mm -hmm. a vet on here. We're going to talk about the military and Veterans Mm -hmm. Day and what it means. We've got Ivana Cadaver coming on talking up, you know, about her show. And we would like to get some questions out there. If anybody has any questions for Ivana Cadaver, please feel free. Hit us up and we'll ask them. You know, you give it to it. If you send us a short MP3 of, you know, no more than 30 seconds, 20, 30 seconds. We'll play that on the show. Uh, you can the same email address at you know www.thestatementshow.com. You can hit contact there and send us an email. You can also send us uh you know at thestatementshow at gmail.com. Not trying to pipe those out there, but I also want you to hear them because I want you to contact us if there's a question. So, but that's kind of where we're headed. I don't want to keep following on the same path and dredging up the same thing. So pretty much this show was just meant to be a short kind of. We're coming back. We're going to start piping more shows a week out uh at the bare minimum we're hoping to get at least two or if not three and that's the goal for now and then eventually what i'd like to see happen is five five you know five a week every day and have it so that you have it for your commute or this is something that you can listen to and and in the car on your way to work or you know that's kind of what my where i see myself going and i want more shows to be on the night shift crew studios moniker other people down the road and that's kind of where i'm going with this whole thing i want we have a studio that we're trying to get more shows under and so this will be something you come into to listen to more so that being said and we've kind of you know put ourselves out there and let everybody know what our intentions are and and how better things are here to come i'd also like to talk about a little bit of news now so we can just kind of get off that topic get on to something else here um, because there's there's some interesting stories, and I, I've got one personally I'd like to talk about. <laughs> I watched this news story about a cop who got shot, and the whole town kind of went crazy and trying to find whoever did this to him. And I read an article today that basically it was an elaborate suicide. Mm. 
So that kind of threw me for a loop. I'm thinking, what what the hell? So I, I got a clip here I'm going to play. We'll play this and we'll comment a little bit about it and uh, talk about it afterwards. So uh, let's give it a listen. This is exclusive video of G.I. Joe, the cop thought to be an American hero until now. This was a carefully staged suicide. This officer killed himself. The case took a stunning turn today. G.I. Joe, whose apparent murder was mourned across America, took his own life. Far from being a hero, 52-year-old Lieutenant Joe Glinowitz embezzled tens of thousands of dollars from his department, investigators reveal today. Thousands of dollars were used by Glinowitz for personal purchases, travel expenses, mortgage payments, personal gym memberships, adult websites, facilitating adult websites by the way my personal favorite and unaccounted cash withdrawals joe's family and neighbors <laughs> say it's beyond belief my god he was a local hero well thought of by all as for the suicide i i just hard to believe it his brother told inside edition flat out it's quote bs the gi joe story made national news in september when he was shot to death while supposedly chasing three suspects on foot <laughs> The manhunt resulted in a lockdown of Fox Lake outside Chicago and focused the nation on the heroism of cops when police actions everywhere are under scrutiny. Thousands of cops from across America attended his funeral. Mourners held signs expressing their love for G.I. Joe. His wife spoke of their love. Joe was my best friend in my world. My hero. G.I. Joe was an expert at staging crime scenes for police training. This exclusive video obtained by Inside Edition shows G.I. Joe working with trainees. And here he is demonstrating... So basically you get the idea. So he mm. staged his own suicide. Uh, and as you heard, he's, he's an expert at it because he sets it up for training for other police officers. I don't even know what to say to that. That is just awful. I mean, I like porn well, like anybody else, and I, I and not, not by the way, if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> I, I don't go to any of those sites ever. Yeah, I, right, I, right. I've never, never seen porn. Anyway, I made, I made you say it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But he used the money to go to porn sites. He used it to pay his mortgage. It's you know, I'm just flabbergasted. So. But you haven't heard all the details because apparently, uh, when the article that I read said that. Uh, there's two other people involved that they're investigating right now. So until the investigation comes through, they're not going to give you all the facts and tell you exactly. But they're saying he also was involved with criminal activities. Now, whether that was the extent of it or they're not talking about it because they don't want to tip off the people they're investigating, I really don't know. So I guess we'll find out. It's such a, oh, my goodness. I mean, how do you even put this into perspective? You know, I mean, the cops have been obviously just blasted in the media recently, you know, and then you hear a story like this. Yeah, they can do no right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. I have family I, that are in the police department, and yes, I commend them. Uh, mm -hmm. They do a great job, and I think the problem is you only hear, because we're in a 24-hour news cycle, you only hear about the bad incidents. Right. You, you very rarely hear about the, the great things that they do mm -hmm. every day, and that's the, that's the bad part about it. You don't get to hear about the great stuff. You do every now and then, but sometimes it almost comes off like they're, you know, it almost feels staged sometimes because they're trying to get good publicity. And uh, But 
I don't I don't know what to say. It's just kind of one of those things. It's it's every time you hear something good about a cop, there's five things on the news about something bad about a cop. Or not only that, but if you hear something negative, that news story will run in a one hour period five different times regarding the negativity. Oh hell yeah. And, I mean you listen to if CNN. You hear some, yeah, right. If if and if you have a cop who save the family from a, you know, from a car wreck or a burning building or something. That's, you know, the last story being told and it's gets about 10 seconds worth of, of airtime. And it's depressing. You know, I mean, those guys are on the front lines every single day. And for the most part, you have these police officers, unlike any, in most jobs, you know, I mean, I, I, look, let me put it to you like this. We all know that every job that we do, we sign up to do. If you're a firefighter and you're afraid of fire, then that's probably a bad job. I mean, let's be realistic. You know, if you're a cop and you're you're nervous of, you know, someone shooting at you, probably the wrong field to be in. But these guys sign up every single day to do what they know could possibly be their last day. They walk away from their families. Sure. They they they, you know, they put their lives on the line every single day. But are, are there are there bad police officers? Sure. I also have my flip side. But to there's that a too. lot of good ones, too. My you flip side. I mean? My flip side to it is, yes, you know, it, they do a, an honorable thing, but they also signed up for it. They get a paycheck and they yeah, wanted sure. to do this job. That's so, exactly what they wanted um, to do. Right? You knew what you were getting into. Exactly. So it's not always about, hey, you know, we've got to I'm not getting on the fence saying cops are bad or cops are evil or any of that. Uh, like I said, they wanted this. That's a job that they wanted to do and they wanted to help other people. And some people don't always have that intention. And those are the people that are kind of, you know, in the limelight now. And I think it's harder for cops to get away with certain things because technology is kind of caught up to the point where mm -hmm. they're monitoring their every move, going to be wearing body cameras. Yeah, so, they can't they can't do anything without it being recorded at this point. It's it's pretty sad. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, and, and may, maybe that's a good thing. I, I mean, obviously, you know, now that we've got all this technology and we're starting to see a lot of the things in the news, say, for instance, the past six months of the five, six, seven different times we've seen things happen. You know, some of these things have been really, really good. But then there's been times where media picks up on this. And then, you know, two months down the road, they figure out that what they were mad about or what people were getting pissed off about or even rioting about, maybe they were doing it for all the wrong reasons. Sure. And, I mean, it's just I think we need to hear everything. And even with this police officer here who, you know, who committed suicide on the other side of all this is he has family, too. And it's very unfair for those guys. Sure. You know, and I I, I can't put myself into that. I, I refuse to put myself into that kind of position because at the end of the day, um, he still has a wife. He may have kids. He's still, you know, mom, dad, whatever. And, you know, that's still someone's son right there. And sure. I'm not going to I can't judge this person for what he did. I mean, obviously, if you look at the news report, it doesn't look so good for him. But on the other side, it, it you know, I, I can't be the one to tell to tell him that he's such a bad person, you know, because I, I, I truly don't know, because guess what? In in a month, other other stuff could come out and we could well, find more out details. That, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, so. it, it, that's what's sad about everything. We all tend to just jump on these stories and run with them. And we don't hear even half of the story before we're already crucifying someone for something that maybe they didn't do. Yeah, I agree. Or maybe it's worse than this. Who knows? I mean, I hell, don't, don't know. know. <laughs> so, I have no clue. All right. So uh, 
Let's talk a little bit something more up your alley. Sports. Mm-hmm. Play a little clip for you. We'll talk about it. Niners are benching quarterback Colin Kaepernick for Blaine Gabbert, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter in multiple reports. Kaepernick has passed for just 286 yards the last two games, and the Niners are 2-6. and six. He's failed to score a touchdown for the second straight game and third in five. Stephen A., what went wrong here? Well, what went wrong here is uh, the 49ers as an organization is laughable and inept, and they're reaping exactly what they have sown. Uh, if you hadn't gotten rid of Jim Harbaugh, this would not be happening. The fact is, is that even though, and I'll get to Colin Kaepernick in a second, regardless of how inept he appears, and he does appear inept at times, uh, if you're Jed York, if you're Trent Baalke, if you're the San Francisco 49ers nation, that fan base, that city, look right at the CEO and right at the GM because they put their personal interest in terms of a need to get along with the head coach ahead of winning, prioritizing winning. Even last year, as dysfunctional as everything appeared, you still ended up finished like eight and eight. Jim Harbaugh had you respectable, okay? The three previous years, you were in an NFC championship game or the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And to sit there and to get in this man's way and to impede his ability to coach this franchise, you are reaping precisely what you sowed. You brought this on yourself, and you are getting what you deserve. So what do you think about this whole thing? So. Honestly, you know, I've, I, I've never been a big, huge uh, Stephen A. fan there, but what he's saying right there is completely true. I mean, I, I'm not putting this whole entire thing on Colin Kaepernick. I've, I've never thought Colin Kaepernick was the greatest quarterback out there. I've just, you know, I was to, no, I was an actually replace him with Blaine Gabbard in the middle of the of the season. Um, you've got a home game coming against Atlanta uh, this week, right now. Um, Atlanta, you know, who is my team, so I can easily speak all the, the garbage you want about them. Their record is, is good. However, we're not the greatest thing in the whole entire world. We've, we've had, um, a lot of games where we've played, um, not the stiffest competition. And I believe that if you've got San Francisco, you've got San Francisco in San Francisco. So Atlanta's coming out there to play. You could have gave him probably another game to see, okay, can we put Atlanta away right here? I don't think Kaepernick is all that fantastic of a quarterback. However, with all that being said, the team has been in shambles pretty much all year. Like Stephen A. was saying, when you let Jim Harbaugh go, you could start seeing several of the players retiring. You could start seeing just the the air went out of their sails. Now I believe that, you know, the, the 49ers are, what, what are they, like 109 points, I think, all yeah. entire year now, which is third or fourth lowest in history. It's, it's, it goes, yeah, it's like, it goes deeper than, than Colin Kaepernick at this point. Bad as the, they're bad as the Redskins. <laughs> and they were, they're yeah. a championship team. I mean, they, they were going to, you know, the last couple of years, I, this is my team and I thought they were going to get a bowl and they, they didn't win it and just, no, just wasn't that, there, but they got like close. Said, now they're not even getting It was a couple there. of years ago. It was a couple of years ago. They were sitting in, you know, right there in contention to win the Super Bowl. And now we're talking about two and six. It, this is not. All Colin Kaepernick. It's just not. I think that I, I'm beginning to wonder. You know, with I, I'm I'm hearing stories that 
you know, he's a baby, that he's bossy, that he's, you know, a that diva. He's, 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 like, a, he's like, an, like his head blew up. Like, look, right, let's face it, right. you ain't been in the game that long on professional level and you need to keep your head about you. And I think that's that's the problem. Uh, he's probably feeling like, you know what, they got rid of the coach because I didn't like him and this team's mine. And they're showing him that it's not. And I was never a Colin Kaepernick fan. I'm a Mm-mm. 49ers fan, but you got to do what's good for the team. That's what they're doing right now. I was an Alex Smith fan, and I felt like they swapped him out too fast, and he did what was best. He went to Kansas City. Wasn't doing too bad there. But, yeah, Colin's not He's not cutting the mustard anymore, and when you don't, you should know it. You took over somebody in the same respect, doing the same thing. And now they're doing it to you. even though. But you're playing so bad, you're not even hurt, and they're taking you out. Well, not only that, but you've got to figure that right now, his weapons around him are awful. Carlos Hyde is hurt. You figure the defense is all but, you know, it's, it's, oh my God. Did they just trade Vernon? At, yeah, they just traded Vernon Davis. You know, they're kind of just throwing the whole entire damn season in. You know, you figure your, your best offensive player, uh, if, unless you're saying Carlos Hyde is a, is a 35 year old wide receiver, nothing good's going to happen out of, out of this whole entire thing. It's not, but, but in, if you sit and watch him, he's very inaccurate. It, it almost looks like he's forgotten how to pass. I mean, you're, he's sitting in the pocket and he's gone. I mean, he's, he's not going through his progressions. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's a lot more, uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's really bad. And, and I'm, I'm wondering, is it all Colin? Is it the coaching? I don't know. I can't stand their head coach. I can't stand the organization, the way they're, and like you said, it's sort of, you know, with us being in the Washington DC area, it's very reminiscent of the Washington Redskins. And the disorganization. Sure. I mean, that look, face has, it. I already get shit for being a 49ers fan in in Redskin territory. Right. But we're in Redskin territory. We're also in Ravens territory. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of split down the middle. I I have to look at all the Ravens shit. I have to look at all the Redskin shit. When I go out here, I can't even find 49ers gear unless I go mm-hmm. into a mama pop right. sports store. I which I frequent to get my 49ers fix, but. Mm-hmm. It's almost getting to the point where I'm ashamed to carry the cup around. I mean, what the hell's going on with this team? And they didn't they, they cut Harbaugh out. You know, I didn't agree with that at all. But now he's with Michigan, and let's see what he does with Michigan. So it takes a couple years to kind of see, you know, to get that team along. I think they just had a big loss not too long ago. So, but you can see the the little improvements. You know, you can see the improvements that are coming along. So I, I'm I'll be I'll be happy to see what he does. And yeah, he's going to be the next coach fired. It's just a matter of time now. What from from Michigan? No, 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 from the Forty ers He's oh, done. Yeah. He's he's finished. It's it's pretty much over. I mean, the you know Tim Tebow took uh, you know massive criticism over and over. Don't get me wrong; he was hardly a great NFL quarterback. No, you know, no, one of the greatest I, college quarterbacks there was. But as a as a NFL pro, meh, you know, Kaepernick has, yeah. has done. Has done, I guess, a little better than that. But I mean, he's not much better. I mean, he just, he, t- to me, he's not reading defenses at all. His accuracy is at an all time low. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know that he's ever going to be any better than what he is right. I don't, I don't know. And, and now I'm sitting around saying to myself, is he just a, a? I don't. He's not. He's obviously a, a, not a. I don't know. I, I don't know. Comes if he's off a like a name. diva to me. So yeah, it's just really disgusting to to sit and watch. It's it's awful. Like again, though, 
if he went to another organization, would he, it's sort of like RG3 with, with, with the Redskins right sure. now, you know, if RG3 goes to another organization, is he going to thrive in that organization? Is it just a dysfunction that's in the Redskins? I'm not really 100% positive. I, I know this. RG3 and Colin Kaepernick are in a very toxic situation sure. right now. They both need to get the hell out of there. I think they brought RG3 in and made him the savior of the team. And it just, I'm not saying it went to his head because he looked like he kept humble, but I just think he felt like he had to put it all on his shoulders and he blew out his knee and he, I mean, and they put him back in when he wasn't really ready. Uh, I just think he's damaged. Uh, He's damaged goods right now. And either he just needs to take some good time to to get healed. But even then, he's never going to play the same. And he's a kamikaze player. So, um, and those, those careers don't last anywhere near as long. So, no, but it's, it, I, I it's, he's entertaining to watch. I'll tell you. I mean, he he's he's he was a damn good player, and I liked watching him. Uh, and I'm not a I'm not a not a Redskins fan, but I, I didn't mind watching RG3 at all. I'll be the first to give somebody else shit about it. <laughs> so <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, I guess and to put a bow on this whole entire thing, it's just it's it's sort of embarrassing for both organizations. If you if you look back in the '80s, uh, you know, you, you couldn't have got better organizations than the Niners and the Redskins at that point. Sure. And as two organizations um, that are borderline, no, not even borderline, they are fucking clueless, specifically the Redskins. They're clueless in what they're doing right now. Agreed. It's just bad. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, as a, as a casual Redskin fan and a, you know, a diehard Atlanta Falcons fan, but being in the DC area, you sort of kind of, you got to hear it. You got to deal with it. Talk radios all over the Redskins. So you kind of, li- you have to listen to it in its own way. I do kind of root for them just because they're a local team. But in the same sentence, it's just, it's embarrassing to the true Redskin fans. I mean, I've been to FedEx a few times. I used to go to the old RFK stadium. I, you know, I used to be a Redskins fan when I was younger, rooted for them like crazy and watched that organization become successful. Many Super Bowls. You've got, Joe Gibbs is one of the most legendary coaches ever. Yeah, Jack Kent Cook is a fantastic owner. And now what? Here you are with Dan Snyder as your owner and now Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. It's just where where in the hell did you get to an organization to this point in your organization that this is this is acceptable? I don't I don't understand it as again, as a as kind of a local I want to see them do good. And, you know, I would love to see them make it back to the, even the playoffs, get back to a winning record. We're not sure. even, we can't even talk, you know, Super Bowl was ridiculous. Uh, playoffs would be nice, but at this point, hell, I'd take a, a winning record from them at this point. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? It's bad. It's just really, really bad, but hell, I, I could talk about this all night. Sure. Know. Better things to come. I, I just wanted everybody to know that. We've got a chance to talk about a few stories here and, yeah. I just uh, appreciate all the people that have listened to the show. And like I said, better things to come. Uh, I'm excited about getting this show back off the ground with the guests we got coming on. I'm sure you are too as well, Terry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm ready to roll, man. I'm ready to roll. So again, even though I mentioned it four or five times, uh, you can follow us at Twitter on Twitter at uh, – at Statement Show. Uh, iTunes, you can subscribe to us and leave a shitty review <laughs> at The Statement. 
Now, remember, iTunes is The Statement. And then YouTube, we're on The Statement Show, which, by the way, Terry's behind and updating that site. So yeah, yeah, he's got to yeah, get yeah. the current shows up there. Ass. So if uh, I told you I'm lazy. I have a strict no hustle rule. I'll tell you what. Send an email to www. Wait a minute. That's the website. <laughs> so www.thestatementshow.com. And you can get on there and go to contact and send Terry a message. I'm get off his dead ass and update the YouTube site. And tell us how great the website looks because that was me. Oh, or, yeah. Or or my son. or Yeah. The, a- the Statement Show at gmail.com is our email address if you have a question for Ivana Cadaver coming up. Yeah. So... We got Veterans Day come up. We got a special episode we're going to put out for that. And then, of course, Ivana Cadaver, which I'm looking forward to that interview because she seems excited to come on and I'm excited to yes, have her on. Um, better things to come. So uh, keep you keep listening and uh, start this journey with us all over again and uh, see where we go. All right, Terry. So uh, as we always say, the lights are out. See ya. They're bad as the Redskins, <laughs> and they were a yeah. championship team. I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm not against <laughs> shameless plugging. Let's keep it up. Shameless plugging. <laughs>